0: This world needs you to show up and be exactly who you came here to be. And to trust that that is more than enough. I'm Kim Banks, nutrition and lifestyle transformation coach. I'm the founder and CEO of Never Settle Lifestyle, a company created to guide you in the pursuit of becoming the best version of yourself through the complete wellness of your body, mind, and soul. I am here to journey along with you as you transform your life and no longer settle for less than what you are truly capable of. I'll show you how to finally take a stand for maintaining your life balance while performing at an elite level with grace and ease. I'll share with you the methodology of habit and change psychology that has changed my life and the lives of so many others. Together we'll commit to the relentless pursuit of progress, all the while not taking life too seriously. Here, we revolutionize your resilience as you begin to get comfortable with adversity. Welcome to the Never Settle Lifestyle Podcast. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. Okay, so the last week has been... Tough to say the least. So, I lost my best friend last Friday, my sweet baby darling Dixie, my small dog. She's a miniature pincher that I have had for literally half of my life, you guys. So, this dog I got in my junior year of high school, if you can believe that. It's so wild. And I actually, um, drove like from home to college so I never even like went away and you know stayed at dorms and you know do like most people do in terms of just leaving your pet at home. Um, She's literally lived with me her entire life and then luckily her past uh, I guess four years of life I've been able to work from home a lot more and just be present with her So it was a beautiful last um, several years, but uh, damn, you guys, I'm just gutted to say the least. Um, I'm not going to get into it too much. I don't want this to be a really somber podcast, but I just want to let you guys know where I'm at mentally. And it's been like a tough week in terms of practicing what I preach. You know, there have definitely been moments where I did not want to get out of bed. You know, Um, I'm really, truthfully, I'm truly proud of myself for the resilience that I've shown. And I don't say that lightly in terms of, oh, I'm just bypassing and like putting my head down and trying to just, you know, push through. Not at all. I have felt every emotion that has come my way. Um, I said no to things. You know, there are definitely, there was a um, coaching call that I had the Friday that we said, or I'm sorry, the Thursday before we said goodbye to her. um, And we said goodbye to her the next morning. um, And I canceled that. So I, I ended up spending the entire day beforehand with her. It was beautiful outside. So we did all of her favorite things, which involve sunshine and blankies. (laughs) So it's, it's beautiful here um, in Ohio. So she really got to, you know, take that in. Um, So I really spent that time with her to be present. And to me, it's like, you know, we have to understand when does, when's it time to work? When's it time to get after it? And when is the time to you know, be really centered and focus on what matters most in life. And a lot of times that's relationships, you know, that's family. So um, I balanced as best I could. And I had actually a lot of social events that weekend. Um, It did wear me out, it was equally like, good, and also um, exhausting at the same time. It kept me busy. Um, And there were definitely moments I didn't want to go out. And there were moments I didn't want to take care of myself. I didn't feel like eating a lot. I didn't feel like drinking a lot of water. I definitely didn't feel like working out a lot. Um, And I go into I'm not going to get into it too much right here. But I go into it in one of my latest Instagram posts. And you can see that post. It's a picture of her So go check that out. If you are struggling with grief, or you know that that's going to be an inevitable part of your life, just take a little look at that and take a look to see how I navigated that to be able to establish some balance with feeling what I was going through and then also still taking care of myself. It wasn't, I didn't look at it in terms of like, oh, I'm getting shit done. It was like, no, I know that I need to eat. I know I need to get out of this fucking bed, (laughs) you know? So it was like those small foundational things that make everything in life um, better as far as helping us feel better. And honestly, thank God I did it because like, who wants to be thrown off kilter with their health and grieving, you know? And a lot of times I see that happen. Um, So it's a matter of managing your emotions like, still finding the gratitude and the small things and moving forward. So to jump off of this topic, I had definitely an instant uh, this past week where I did not feel like doing the workout that was prescribed. So I ended up, I won't get into it too much here because I talk about it in this podcast, but basically it unexpectedly ended up being a great workout. So I wanted to talk today about how to navigate whether or not it you know, you should take a rest day, or you should lean into the discomfort and do it anyway. Um, And then the different ways you may surprise yourself and then really how to gauge that um, as you're going into it. So you don't miss an opportunity, you know, or overtrain. So I'm going to give you my little recipe for that. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you have a beautiful week wherever you are. What's up, everybody? All right. So let's get into today's training. Before we do that, you know how we do. So let's go ahead, get grounded, drop into your body, go ahead and just shelf anything that you have going on in your world right now. That way you can be here, you can be fully present and receive what it is that we are going to discuss here today. All right, so if you're able to, close your eyes, relax your body, relax those shoulders down, relax the muscles in your neck and in your scalp and in your face. And go ahead, take three nice, slow, deep breaths for me, closing your eyes if you're able Big belly breath in, hold at the top. Big release to anything that you're holding on to with the exhale. One more time, drawing energy in from overhead, big belly breath in. and release. One more time. Big breath in, nice and slow. And relax. All right, you guys. So let's get into it. Today, we are going to be talking all about discovering how to determine Whether or not you should take a rest day, or it's better for you to push through and get the work done. So, this is something that I still have been learning to navigate, even with my, you know, over a decade of experience with fitness. Um, Truly, it's only something that I've tapped into in the last few years, and I've really paid more attention to. So I'm going to teach you what I've learned. I'm going to teach you the observations that I've made through, you know, the members that work with me of um, NSL. So yeah, you will leave with a lot of really good tangible information today. So enjoy. Okay. So maybe you've been there, you know, you show up to the gym, you're about to hit your run. You're about to just do this big workout and you knew it was coming, as soon as you woke up this morning, you're like, all right, I got to get this done. This is what's on the to-do list today. Here is what's on my training schedule. Or maybe you're just one of those people, you kind of like make it up as you go. Regardless, you knew you're going to have to show up, put in some work today, get a little sweaty, and get a little sore, possibly, right? So maybe you show up and you're questioning whether or not you even want to do it. You know, you've set out the intention of, okay, this is what's on the menu for today. But, you know, am I really going to go there? Hmm. It's, it's one of those days. It's one of those days where I'm just not feeling it. The truth is we have all been there, you know, and our bodies are not going to change unless we challenge them with things that you know, we have to do in order to push past that comfort zone. So you're not going to see extreme growth, extreme progress physically, um, even performance wise, if you don't, and you're not willing to push yourself past that level of discomfort, right? So that is a key ingredient to growth. Equally, it's also important to understand that like, there are times absolutely where we need to listen to our body and take some rest. So how do we balance that? How do we really figure out um, what the best decision is? So if you guys were on my Instagram page yesterday, you probably saw me share a story. And it was very interesting for me. Because I went into the gym. And so I talk about my menstrual cycle quite a bit. I'm not shy about it because us as women, it deeply does impact our performance. You know, when we hit that luteal phase, the, you know, five to 10 days before our cycle, it exponentially gets harder to do cardio right before we start our cycle. And it's interesting because like your oxygen uptake changes, um, your biochemistry changes, and it just kind of makes it, tough to feel really good doing cardio does this mean you should completely avoid it not necessarily okay um my hot take on that i won't get into it too much is more or less if you are accustomed to doing so on a regular basis and your hormones are in a healthy state there's no reason why you should not do cardio okay we're gonna also throw in listening to your body with this as well so let's get into that all right So basically I showed up to the gym yesterday and I was like, honestly, I just want, I just feel like I need to do my own thing today. Um, What we had in store was a larger strength portion for the CrossFit class. So it was um, a complex to build up to 90% of our one rep max for a clean and jerk. And then every two minutes we would do one clean and jerk. And we did that six times. So it was heavy volume. Um, And then after that, we did three clean pulls, which basically is just opening up into that full extension, not really pulling yourself under that bar to do the full clean, but just open up into that extension three times with 100% of your one or at max and doing that three times to finish. And then we did a Metcon, which was a full out dead ass sprint. I mean, it was eight minutes, You're just huffing and puffing and getting after it. And I knew what sort of pain that it was going to bring. I knew what sort of strain it was going to have on my system. And I was like, oh boy, I am in my luteal phase. I am also, um, I've undergone some like personal things this past week. And that tends to also affect my recovery and my stress levels. So I was like, oh, I just, I don't know if I'm up for this class today. So long story short, I talked myself into doing class. I was like, I would rather be working out with other people as opposed to working out by myself. That was kind of my bargaining chip. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to do the strength portion. I think I can handle that. And, you know, if 90% is just way too heavy today, I'll just back it off. And then I got into the warm up for the Metcon. And I was like, all right, we're here. And then it was time to start the workout. I stepped up on that platform for the skier, and I was like, okay, actually, yeah, like, let's fucking go. Let's just see what happens. I even was joking. I mean, not even kidding, you guys. Seconds up until um, Coach Steph was like three, two, one, I was like, yeah, haha, it's going to be an active recovery day for me, just to kind of like almost take that mental pressure of performance off of myself. And sometimes it's kind of this mental game I play of like, okay, there's no pressure. I'm not sitting here being like, this is gonna be freaking tough, Kim. You're gonna have to like throw everything you have at it. And sometimes like when I do that to myself, it kind of like just removes the pressure and I can just go. Um, That seems to work for me personally. And I don't even intend a lot of the times to be taking that approach when I do it. It's just kind of like, okay, I'm taking the pressure off. And then maybe, you know, if I'm really feeling it, It's not like I'm going in with this thought of like, this is going to be so painful. So basically I got into the skier and I was like, oh shit, my pace is actually really good. I'm feeling pretty good. So I I started to like maintain that, maintained a very similar pace on the rower and on uh, the C2 bike and y'all, I had done this workout back in late June And I didn't even look at my time because I was like, I know if I look at my time, it's going to like put the pressure on me to perform. And I was just not in the mood to really throw everything I had at it. Nonetheless, I stepped on that platform and I tried. And that was my thought was like, I'm just going to do the best I can for today. And if I get time capped, fine. Well, it turned out that. I had beaten my previous time of six minutes and like 45 seconds. And my new time was six minutes and 33 seconds, So almost, or I guess, yeah, more than 10 seconds faster than my previous time. You guys, I was flabbergasted. I was like, what, (laughs) what just happened? I am so surprised. And a lot of this has to do with, um, how i've been training myself up until this point have been caring for my body and you guys like truth be told in my personal life it has been a really fucking hard week um i lost my dog this past week and i've just been an emotional wreck my meals aren't prepped like they normally are my sleep is actually a little funky but i equate this to like knowing how to take care of my body in between all of this mess So allowing myself to sleep enough, even though my sleeping schedule is kind of weird right now, um, doing the best I can with the food that I do have, um, and straight up you guys, like, I don't want to bullshit you. I went into this workout more dehydrated and in a more of a calorie deficit than I've been in a really long time. I believe my body was just primed to take on that work for whatever reason that day. So it's just interesting how you'll surprise yourself, right? So I just want to illustrate that just because sometimes like you'll have that intention of, yo, today might not be the best day physically. And then you get into it and you're like, oh my God, what just happened? Right? So um, there's so many dichotomies to this entire conversation. So let's get into it. So how can we know when we're dealing with that whiny voice that's trying to sabotage us versus if we just actually need some rest and recovery? So as I mentioned before, I've been regularly exercising for over a decade now, and I'm just learning to take it as it comes. So um, look at it this way. Your workout plan, your nutrition template, it is a sum of ones and zeros, right? It's just, it's basically this sterile approach when we really are honest about it of input versus output, right? So there's nothing wrong with this. This is actually quite necessary to create the proper strategy and structure for you to see and get the amazing progress, okay? Now here is where people miss the boat so i program me personally in such a way with like an understanding of okay i'm also working with human beings i also have had this complex relationship of if i don't perform this as prescribed to a t i'm a failure that's that had been my previous belief i now understand y'all we are human beings you are A human being having a human experience with complex lives, complex energy patterns, and complex thought processes. Okay? The sooner you can come to terms with that, the more pressure you're going to take off to yourself to always be on. And we can translate that to any area of our life, not just the gym, not just with our nutrition. Okay? So the sooner you can develop some awareness of this, you know and of your human experience the better you can navigate when it's time to step on the gas and when it's time to push on the brakes my biggest tip going into this conversation is don't overthink it i think that is one of the largest mistakes i see people make is they're like trying so hard to figure it out that they end up sabotaging themselves by overthinking it yesterday i could have easily stepped onto that platform and been like, no, I decided I'm not going to go hard today and I'm just not. When in essence, I kind of know myself to the point where it's like, yeah, that's kind of like the overarching feeling. I have this like cloud around me right now that's making me feel like I'm not at 100%, but on some level, would it feel good to dig deep today? So here's where I pulled this from. You guys, I was a track runner in high school. Um, I was all state for all years of my high school career. We would push so freaking hard to this day. And I'm a CrossFitter. Those are some of the hardest fucking workouts I've ever done in my entire life as a high schooler, (laughs) even throughout my lifetime. And there would be days where my coach would be on me, just like yelling at me that I was sandbagging during this four by four run, essentially. It was like, not even four by four, we would do like nine sets of a 400 meter run. And basically if we we got lower, I think it was more aggressive than 90 seconds. I want to say it was like, 80 seconds or or more we had to redo it and it was like this long grueling day it was really really hard and then what was crazy was we had an equal amount of rest so if you ran that 480 seconds guess what you had 80 seconds to rest and you had to do it again just as fast holy shit (laughs) I still remember like how freaking tough that was and I just remember having to find another level of I fucking got this like let's go because you guys your brain is going to give up so much freaking faster than your body will if you can turn your brain off I know as weird as that sounds and just let your body go to this dark dark place you will surprise the ever loving shit out of yourself I mean working out with my husband he is he is this way and he's not this way every day but like he does more traditional bodybuilding style workouts and I can remember doing workouts with him and we'd be doing curls or dumbbell flies and he'd be like one more one more one more and it's like okay I had set out to do a set of five with these heavy heavy dumbbells And here I am on my 10th rep. How does the human body do that? It's not logical, right? You guys, like we have so much fucking more left in our tank than you will ever know. But until you put yourself through that level of discomfort and take yourself to that dark place, you will never actually know what you're capable of. And I do think in order to navigate this topic properly of should I rest or should I go all in? is you have to have that context. You have to be able to have said like, hey, I've gone to the depths of my physical limits. So I know what I can actually pull out of myself. It's crucial. Okay. If you haven't taken yourself to that point yet, I would encourage you do so. Get to know your physical being, get to know what the hell you are capable of. Okay. So If you're watching this or listening to this, you likely want to better yourself, right? You're here for a reason. I've noticed in working with so many members of my programs that people are conditioned to beat themselves up when it's not done perfectly, especially if you have that perfectionistic personality. So if a program isn't followed to a T, a lot of times you know, if you can relate to this, you'll throw in the towel, you'll say, what's the point? I messed this one up. This whole day was crap. And then it'll spiral from there. And then before you know it, you're back to your old crappy mindsets and crappy habits and crappy patterns. And then you circle back a year later and you reach back out and you're like, Hey, I need some help because, you know, I didn't stick with it. Right. First of all, give yourself some grace if that's you, you're human. But secondly, here's what most people don't understand. And it's kind of like a little secret (laughs) that I keep close to my best is that if you can be 80% compliant, in most cases, you will be successful. The only time this doesn't apply is if you know you're a bodybuilder and you are getting stage ready and you're having to track everything down to the gram. Like, yeah, your margin of error is non-existent, right? But that is very far and few between with people. So typically we're not looking at that. That's typically not the case for most people. So in that case, having an off day and wanting to say, screw it, it's not, it's gonna just really take you down and cause you to stay in the same cycles right so it's like you know you have a mess up you say screw it and you throw everything into the wind right you start on that spiral that's like you blowing out one tire and be like oh great I messed this one up and then you get out and you slash the other three tires it doesn't make any sense you guys, and, and talking about this whole thing of, ah, oh, well, I'll just restart tomorrow. I'll restart on Monday. Your fucking body doesn't know what time of day it is. It doesn't know what day of the week we're on. Start anew in the next moment. Don't beat yourself up. The longer you sit there and feel sorry for yourself, that's more time you're wasting. So that's how that works. As long as you're compliant 80% of the time, you are right where you need to be. Okay, so how do we discover if we should take a rest day or if we should push through? I'd like to take a break from today's show and tell you a little bit about my signature nutrition and lifestyle transformation program, The Elevated Transformation Experience. If you're familiar with the amazing before and afters you see on my Instagram profile, then you have a glimpse of what kind of results this program is capable of providing for you. But the elevated transformation experience provides so much more than a picture alone can explain. I created this experience to help you make changes in your life and nutrition that are sustainable so that you can not only reach your goals, but sustain your results long-term. So whether your goal is to lose body fat, gain muscle mass, improve your performance, whether that's mentally or physically, or if you want to improve your overall health, then this program was created just for you. I help people just like you shift their relationships, their behaviors, and mindsets on a deeper level. When we get to the core of why we have the habits that we do, we can then begin to understand them and untangle them so that we don't keep making the same mistakes. This is how true lasting change happens. Your nutrition and lifestyle program is customized for you as an individual no matter what your needs are or your nutritional goals or requirements may be the elevated transformation experience is a journey with me where i invite you to elevate your mindset and experience the ease of living in alignment of the version of you that is thriving this is a deep dive on how to balance your life How to adjust your mindset into one that supports you, set some loving boundaries that honor who you're becoming, and finally know how to nourish your body according to your goals. This way you can show up as the unstoppable force that you were meant to be in this world. Think about this. If you've wasted too much time trying to figure out how to do this all on your own with no success then I want you to think about the future one zillion hours plus the hours of frustration the elevated transformation experience are going to save you. What could you do with your life if you had the audacity to lean into every decision that you faced with more power and more certainty? Conquering decisions like whether or not to have the office donut or whether or not to take the leap to starting a new career. What if you had that unshakable confidence that allowed you to have the courage to do, well, anything? If you're ready to step up, make big changes, and would like to have me as your guide along this journey, I would like to extend a special invitation for you to join us in the Elevated Transformation experience. Enrollment opens only one time a month for a week at a time, and after that, the doors close. I allow enrollment for only a few spots, that way the setting stays intimate. So if you're interested, you will not want to miss out on this because once we're full, we are full. I require at least a 12-week commitment so that way we can really dive into what's going on and start to make massive shifts. After six months of being in the program, you'll have special access to alumni pricing. By enrolling into the Elevated Transformation Experience, you get a customized nutrition program, grocery list created just for you, one-on-one coaching, group coaching with the Elevated Transformation Experience members just like you, live trainings three times a month, you'll receive lifetime access to the NSL learning portal complete with nutrition and lifestyle resource guides, plus access to all past live trainings. Y'all I have put so much work and effort into creating a experience for you. That's going to be unforgettable and is going to stick with you for life. You're also going to get access to team NSL's private online community, exclusive access to me through Voxer and so much more. My intention with creating ETE was to have a method for people to finally learn how to eat and live in such a way that removes the question, will this work? So no more feeling stuck, no more spinning in circles with diets, it's time to get this done. This is not some diet, y'all. So here's how it works. Check out the link in the show notes and set up a free discovery call with me. And during the call, I'll answer any questions that you might have, and I'll take you through the ins and outs of the program. That way you can really see what you're getting into. So... If we're a good fit for each other, I create a nutrition program by hand. We're gonna talk about what your goals are, and this program is customized to fit your lifestyle. We're not totally trying to upheave everything that you do in your life in order to conform to this program. After that, you'll gain instant access to the Elevated Transformation Experience portal, and we begin. All I ask is that you show up ready to fully put in the work to the best of your ability. Your future self is counting on it. You do not have to do this perfectly. What matters is that you show up and you're willing and ready to do the work. The choice truly is just a choice to change at the end of the day. And it's yours to make. Check out the link in the show notes to sign up now. All right, now let's get back to the show. So let me introduce you to your bitch voice. (laughs) This is the ego side of the brain. And you guys, our ego serves us. I want to say first and foremost, it's the ego gets a bad rap, but it is necessary. It keeps us vigilant. It keeps us safe. It serves its purpose during certain seasons and certain times in our life. Okay, so... It's that whiny, angsty voice that makes everything complicated. It's resistant. Think of it like, you know, an angsty teenager or a toddler or a little kid that's fighting you on everything. It's the voice that is not willing to do hard things or not willing to do the things that they don't want to do. It's the side of your mindset that's fixed. It's the not so positive parts of yourself. Okay, okay. So I created a name for my alter ego and uh, that is Kimberly Michelle. <laughs> that is when I was little, what my mom would yell across the house if I was in big trouble and, and just was, you know, as a little kid in trouble for something. So you can name that voice too. And it doesn't have to be anything associated with you, but it, it does help because sometimes it's like, oh, I can identify that that's not me. Like, that's just a conditioned part of my brain. And when I, the reason I named it Kimberly Michelle was oftentimes I would be getting yelled at for not having done something that I was supposed to do, like chores or something like that. So we tend to see the bitch voice take center stage when it's time to do something that we don't feel like doing. This could be as easy as getting up and turning off Netflix so we can go to bed on time. This could be as simple as not picking up your phone first thing and hopping on social media. When you know, it makes you feel like shit first thing in the morning. It could be as simple as knowing, okay, I need to go to the grocery store. As soon as I come home, I got a meal prep. It could be not doing something like, okay, I got to get ready right now so I can get to the gym on time. So you'll rarely see this side of yourself when you're leaning in to discomfort and fear. And this side of yourself will buck discomfort and fear as much as possible because in doing so, it's quote, keeping you safe. It's keeping you in your normalcy. It's not allowing you to do hard things and things that are unfamiliar or uncomfortable. So this voice will talk you out of the things that you know are good for you in the long run. Especially when you've had a long day and you're more tired than usual and it's time to go to the gym. But truthfully, sometimes the bitch voice is right. You really do need rest at times. And sometimes I see people overworking themselves without even realizing it. And then they hit a major wall with their performance because they don't know how to properly step on the brakes when necessary. So how can we recognize when it's time to step on the brakes? Here is the first thing you're going to do. First things first, drop into your body. Feel into what it is you're feeling energetically right now when you're like, you know, fixing to get in the car or you're in the car, you're in the parking lot to the gym and you're trying to figure out, okay, do I want to go in there right now? Do I want to just really modify my workout today? Like, what do I need? Right? Ask yourself, could I fall asleep right now? (laughs) If you're to that level of exhaustion, you might need to take a rest day. If you and if you feel like you need to really like over caffeinate to get yourself going, you might need a rest day because what goes up must come down. Right. If we jack ourselves up on caffeine, especially if it's later in the day, A, it's going to keep you up all night, ruining your next day. But B, you're going to have that crash. It's not good for the hormones if we're over caffeinating. So it's kind of like, okay, in my natural state, where am I at? Instead of creating a false sense of energy. Where is my energy right now? So if you pull up to the gym and it takes you 10 minutes to peel yourself out of the car and get going, you probably need a rest day. If you don't have some vigilance to you and, you know, you're not ready to at least just walk into the gym, could be an indication that you're overdoing it right now. Ask yourself on a scale of one to 10, how run down do I feel right now? A good indication of how tired I am is when I notice myself on a drive. This is just like my thing. So start to notice when you're in some sort of natural state, this is kind of like the best example I can think of, but there's nothing really going on around you. You're by yourself. When is it that you notice, oh man, I need some downtime. Whether that's you cannot focus on work because you're just so out of it or, you know, somebody's talking to you and you just don't have the patience. For me, it's when I'm driving and I'm so tired that my head is rested back on the seat. Like I don't even have the energy to like actively be sitting up. That's when I know I'm exhausted. So. That's my personal indication of where my energy levels are at typically. So don't trust your fitness watch all the time. I want to talk about this really quickly. So um, I'm only going to speak about Woot because that's what I've been using currently. I have used Fitbit before as well. Um, here's what's important to remember. This is a machine. Again, you are a complex human being. There's more to the story than your simple um, heart rate variability, which is typically what your device is going off of in terms of your recovery. So with whoop, there's a red, a green, and a yellow. All right. And I have noticed there have been times, not a lot of times, most of the time it does feel accurate to me as far as the percentages go. So it goes from zero to a hundred percent. Um, the lowest I've ever seen was literally 1% when I had COVID, I was like, oh my God, I'm dead. <laughs> I, I literally was sleeping for 14 hours at a time. Like it was, a, it was a bad time. Um, and like just the other day I had 90%. So it's, it, you know, goes all in between. Um, basically what I do in terms of figuring out what I'm going to do that day, let's say I was purely going off of my info on my whoop is, um, first of all, especially when I would work out in the mornings, I would not look at my recovery. (laughs) I would simply go off of how do I feel? Because sometimes it would say, oh, you're at 30% today. And if I would see that, I'd be like, oh, I need to like back off today. And I would just like sandbag the workout. When in actuality, when I got into it, I was like, oh shit, like I feel good, you know? And then there would be days and like, this is typically more common around my luteal phase. It'll say, and that happened this week. It'll say 70%, it'll say 90%, 80%. And I'm like, bitch, you lying. I am so tired today. (laughs) This is not working for me today. And it's usually only like two or three, five days at the most out of the month where I'm just like, Gassed. So listen to your body, not your fitness watch. Just take this as data, get it and forget it. Don't set your tone for your performance on it. Use it as a tool. Okay. There's also a large um, margin of error in these, and we just have to remember that. Okay. So the next thing to think about is notice if you're short with other people. Again, what is your indication for you? Are you becoming impatient? Are you irritable? I I even notice it in my self-talk. If I get really negative or like down and out with just the way that I'm speaking in my brain, I'm like, yo, okay, go to bed. It's, we're past the point. (laughs) So if you can start to have the self-awareness of like, oh, I need a break, that's a good way to indicate, okay? So it could be just telling you, hey, you're fatigued. You don't have the energy to deal with everyday situations right now and other people. Okay, so the next thing you can do do is get curious and ask the right questions. So first things first, how much have you been training lately? If you are not specifically training for a larger event, like a half marathon, a marathon, you know, these um, events that are going to require you to put in tons and tons and tons of time, right, and you're just simply, okay, Maybe I'm hitting a CrossFit class and then I'm staying afterwards and doing an hour of accessory work. If you've been doing that and you're on day five of doing that and you're feeling this way, you're probably overtraining. So asking yourself, okay, is two days every day conducive to my recovery? Probably not. Unless you're a competitive athlete, this isn't necessary. So I, I see this in a balance So let's say you're somebody, you want to get better at a skill, you want to, you know, do the competitive piece of your programming at your gym. So it's like you do CrossFit class and then there's the competitors programming. Fine, totally fine. But start to notice, like if, you know, you're trying to up your cardio game, you're trying to up your skill level, that is totally fine. Here is something that I see newbies fuck up all the time with CrossFit and I'm just sitting there as a coach like you're gonna learn (laughs) is that people go too hard too soon and they bite off more than they can chew they'll come into the gym and they're like hey bro we're doing this hero workout you want to jump in and they'll guilt their friends into it and then their friends are like man I feel like shit I wonder fucking why (laughs) I wonder why You had no intention of doing that workout you've done this crazy workout for 40 minutes on top of the training that you've already done for the week it's not smart your training has to be intentional you guys there's nothing wrong with wanting to hit two days but is it conducive to your overall lifestyle if you're a competitor and this is your bread and butter in life hell yeah go for it do it intelligently Do it with intention and use the programming that your gym has set out. Don't just hook up with your bros and go lift and do this crazy-ass hero wad because you got caught up on a Thursday. It's the dumbest shit ever. It annoys me if you can't notice. Um, So it's important. Like Hit those intense workouts and those longer workout days with intention. And again, going back to your lifestyle. Is it conducive to your lifestyle? Do do you as an individual have the energy to uphold your everyday responsibilities and your everyday relationships and your day job and taking care of yourself and taking care of your home and just your other responsibilities and maintaining this level of training? People forget sometimes that they have a life outside of the gym. You guys, this is a small drop in the bucket when we're talking about bigger life stuff. So, if you're not showing up the way that you know you could and you're neglecting your relationships because you're so burnt out from your training, to me, that's a red flag. You know, I personally want quality of life in all areas, not just with my fitness. And it's interesting because I notice, you know, if people have a pain that they're going through and their gym is, Therapy for them, that's great. But you are going to be so much more better off in the long run in life if you establish some life balance, if you allow yourself to relax and have fun with your family as well. Okay, so that's my TED talk about that. That is how you master your two days in your competitive training if that's something you really want to do. So the next question is Have I been training more than three days in a row? If the answer is yes, and you're feeling like shit, and you're wondering if you should work out today, take a rest day. Okay. We have to set the ego aside. You guys, we have to be the adult in that situation and be like, no, this is what's best in the long run, because I'm going to come back better next week. Whoop up on all y'all. Cause I'm recovered and I can handle my everyday tasks a bit more better, a bit more easily. Right? So Have I been training more than three days in a row? So we look at that traditional training schedule, three days on, one day off, two days on, one day off. That is ideal. People fucking forget that your growth happens with your recovery. You're only as strong and as good as your recovery. So if you're hitting workouts four days in a row, five days in a row, you're missing the point. And if it's your pain and your ego that's driving that, got some work to do okay because it's not going to be sustainable and you're not going to like yourself very much when you hit a major wall after some years of doing this to yourself okay this is what leads to injury on and on all right so if you're a female asking where am I at in my menstrual cycle again if you guys are in that luteal phase if you have just started your cycle during that time we call it um it just the name left me completely uh basically when you are on your cycle you actually can it you may not feel good but you can actually hormonally benefit quite a bit and with your progress uh in your fitness if you actually go pretty hard whenever you start your cycle but um Supplementing properly with hydration and omega 3s are going to be essential for you to feel your best during that time. So, side note, but before that, it can feel really difficult. Your energy systems just may not be firing like they typically do. So, this is where lifestyle management long term throughout those previous 28 days are going to serve you. Your symptoms during your cycle, you guys, have everything to do with how you've been managing your life, your stress. For those days prior. Okay. So if you're training properly, you may not even really have symptoms. And sometimes, like, you can just kind of keep going. Okay. So I've definitely, like, most of the time, that's what uh, my cycles feel like. I'll kind of feel like a little more tired, but it's usually not anything to really hold me back. Okay. So think of it in that way. Where am I in my cycle? If it's this few days before and you just know you need some rest, opt for something that's fun, just lift work on a skill, do an EMOM that's not going to be so demanding on your cardiovascular system. Okay, next up asking, how much sleep have I been getting? This is a huge one that people neglect, you know, especially if you're really wrapped up in hustle culture. It's like, I'll sleep when I'm dead, on and on. Again, you're only as good as your recovery and your cells renew themselves, you guys, 20% faster when you're asleep. So, a fun fact that I learned when I was in skincare is that children, their skin is constantly renewing. So the skin cells are constantly sloughing off and they're growing new skin and their tissues in general, right? Because they're they're little and they're still growing. And that is what gives them their youth. That is what youth is. It's more turnover in your cells. So Um, as we age, that process slows down. So that recovery really slows down. And to fast track that, to hack that, get enough sleep. Okay. Minimum of seven and a half hours. So we're looking for like between seven and a half and nine hours is great. Six hours, you guys, that is enough to get by. That is enough to function barely. Okay. So if you're, if you have issues with that, take a look at your caffeine intake, stop your caffeine intake. If you're, you know, Uh, a regular your regular wake times like you're not a shift worker or something like that um stop drinking caffeine around 2 p.m that'll really help and then set a nighttime routine okay so has there been a big shift in life lately you know are you in enduring grief have you moved did you just start a new job has your schedule changed all in all and um it's kind of throwing off your circadian rhythm and like your routines, your lifestyle. And so it's kind of hard for you to have the right energy, right? Moving is a lot. Like if you guys physically have moved house and you moved your own stuff, you've not hired movers, that's a lot. Everything in your environment is different. It can be very taxing. So that's another example of why you may not feel down to really hit a hard workout. Next up is asking, what is my emotional state? Are you in a fight with somebody? Did you just go through a breakup? What is going on in your personal life? A lot of times, you guys, mental energy can drain us of our physical energy. Okay, so it's something to take into consideration. Have I been overdoing it in other areas of life? For example, work personal projects like maybe you're doing a house remodel or something like that and it's taking a lot of your time and energy and then you show up to the gym and you are a shell of a person probably why okay so all of these could be indications that you're burning the candle at both ends without realizing it because honestly all if you look around if you look on social media we are conditioned to hustle We are conditioned to burn the candle at both ends. And it's not useful. It's not conducive to our sustainable lifestyle, right? Like when I think of fitness and nutrition and a healthy life, to me, it is sustainable. It is kicking ass and taking names, but doing it in a sustainable way, rest, relaxation, pleasure baked into that along the way, okay? So when you look at examples around you, you know, you'll think you should be hustling 24 seven because that's what we're sold. That's what we're fed online, right? So when is it time to step on the gas? Maybe you're somebody that you kind of like tend to be a little bit more on the lazy side. You tend to not be as motivated as you kind of like see other people. I see this a lot in people that have just started working out. You know, they're not used to pushing themselves. They're not used to dedicating time to training, to meal prep. You know, it takes some discipline. It takes intention. It takes carving time out of your schedule in order to do so. So sometimes the mind will resist because it's something new. It's something difficult. It's something scary, right? It's the unknown. You know, it's probably going to hurt a little bit, right? There's some discomfort. So the mind might resist. If you've just upped your training intensity, sometimes it will cause you to resist. You'll avoid because your ego, the, the that ego likes to keep you safe and from harm. You know, if our ego could have it its way, basically, we would sit on the couch, not go anywhere and just have food right there next to us, Right. There's no challenge. Everything you need is there. There's no hunt. There's no like adversity that we would face. Your The point of your ego is to avoid all adversity at all costs. So when we create a new neural pathway through doing hard things like fitness, locking in your nutrition, going to bed at a reasonable hour, really um, assessing your mental health, that's a new neural pathway. That's scary. That's different. So your ego, your brain, you know, that that bitch voice is going to try to keep you safe. So going harder in the gym could be a layer to that. If you have a tendency to avoid discomfort altogether, maybe you kind of always had that tendency. Maybe that's something you've always said about yourself. I'm lazy. You know, I just... I, I don't work out. That is my favorite thing <laughs> for me to hear people say, I just don't work out. Like they have identified themselves with someone that is sedentary. So it's like, you're dooming yourself to be unhealthy. Let's call it for what it is for the rest of your life. Cause you're identifying with that. You know, they have identified with somebody that avoids discomfort at all costs, which, you know, you do you, whatever. It's like, the um, consequence of that you'll see over time, right? You'll, You'll understand what that looks like over time. So they'll look for excuses to do less. When you identify with, I am a person that, when you say I am, you guys, that is a phrase that tells your subconscious, yo, we're gonna look for any excuse to identify with that thing that you just said. So if you say something like, I am somebody that chooses to do hard things. You're going to look for shit that scares you. And you're going to step into that and lean into discomfort. And imagine, I want you to think of like, and for me, this is so funny. Like for me, my biggest fear is heights. I hate heights so much. I can't even imagine going skydiving. No, no way. Right. And the closest I've come to conquering that fear is getting on roller coasters I have been terrified my whole life of roller coasters. And um, a few summers ago, I finally was like, all right, all right, I'm a person that does hard things. Let's fucking do this. And I rode some roller coasters. Some of them were fun. Some of them were absolutely terrifying. And that was the lesson I learned, right? But I leaned into that adversity and I felt like a stronger person mentally because of it. So if you can build that resilience, if you can lean into that adversity, you guys, When shit really hits the fan, when stuff really comes your way, you're going to be able to handle hard times even more. So think of like something, and I'm going back to like my dog passing away. This is by far one of the hardest things I've ever had to deal with. And because of my mental resilience, it's been able to, if, if I wouldn't have done this inner work that I have done over these past years, no doubt about it, I would have spent two or three days in bed. I would have gone on a depression spiral. And who knows if I would have had the guts to be sitting here in the energy to be talking to you this week, right? So it's like, it keeps everything else moving forward. When we have the bravery to lean in to that discomfort, instead of identifying with, I am someone that is lazy or avoids discomfort. So notice the ways in which you talk to yourself, all right? How do you want to identify? Change that talk internally and externally. Now, how can we encourage ourselves to step up and do the necessary work to see change? If you want insane results, you have to be willing to push and go to a dark place fairly often. Not every day, but it's like, Here and there, yeah, like you're going to, and it's that consistency along with it, right? Like you're going to have to be willing to just shut up and go, (laughs) honestly, you know, if I'm just being super real with y'all. So in order to help you um, lean into that, because it's not, it's not fun, you know, initially it's scary. It's like, what's the point of all this? Why am I putting myself through this or some of the thoughts that you'll have? But here's how you kind of hack it, okay? A, surround yourself with like-minded people. That is why I love a CrossFit gym. You have people right next to you doing the same workout, suffering in the same capacity, even if they're scaling the workout. That is their level of hard, right? So there's like-minded people that are on the same page as you and they're after that same, you know, Uh, They have the same values. Hiring a coach will help to reflect back to you those beliefs about yourself, the beliefs about how you do things, what beliefs are working, what need to be cleaned up a little bit. It can be really good to create clarity about what you desire and reflect that back and forth through a coach to help remind you of where it is you're going. What's also important is once you're clear on your desires, what do you want out of this life is to keep those reminders in front of you. For me, I made a background on my phone with all the things that I want to accomplish, a little vision board, right? So keeping reminders in front of you to remind you, hey, why am I even bothering? Why am I doing this hard thing day after day, right? The next thing is to simply show up take it one step at a time. Put your shoes on. Get in the car. Show up to the gym and then just take it from there. Okay? You don't have to swallow the whole frog at once, right? Just take it bite by bite, bite. Remind yourself that if you want to see results you've never had, you're going to have to push yourself in a way that you never have. Okay? So it's just so important to understand and to remember. So Even when you get into a rhythm of pushing yourself, you're going to have seasons where you need to recover, AKA deload. So any sort of intelligent programming that you have, you're going to have areas of, you know, times in which you are going to have to um, take it easy. So for example, with CrossFit, we build up to a one rep max. We do that over the course of like six to eight weeks. And then we have a deload period of one to two weeks with nutrition, we have a point in time that we hit after being in a calorie defi- deficit for so long that you take a calorie deficit break. That's how the body keeps going. Okay. So it's important to remember that you are going to have seasons of downtime. Okay. So from there, we have to ask, you know, is the programming intelligent? You know, we got to pay attention to that. You'll have a season of building. You'll have points, you know, then where you're going to recover. So be patient, drop in, get curious, you know, and then ask, not, you know, what is it that I want to do today, but what is it that I need today? All right, you guys. So in taking all this information, you can go forward and really strategically start to decide how can I better step on the gas and when is it time to hit the brakes? And then by that time, you're going to be taking the curves of life and you're going to just be crushing it. All right. It's a process. It takes patience. You're going to have self-doubt that creeps up along the way. But it's all about reminding yourself of like, hey, no, I am equipped. I know what I'm doing and I'm doing the best I can with what I have. And that persistence and consistency will get you there. All right, you guys, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I'll talk to you all very soon. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Never Settle Life podcast. I would love to have your rating and review. So let me know how you liked it. If you enjoyed it, please share it with a friend and someone that would enjoy it as well. Let me know what you would want to hear more of. Send me a comment in my latest Instagram post at Never Settle Life on Instagram. Until next time, I'm Coach Kim. I'll talk to you soon. ever felt like there's, like there's something, something inside of you and, you and it and just knows. It, knows, it knows where you're, where you're going. going. And you're so, you're so busy doubting, doubting yourself. You're and you're so